This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. Along with Deacon John, live from the Live Not Lukewarm Studios. If only we had real cool studios. I'm picturing it in my mind, and it is really cool. Actually, it's not cool because we live in South Florida, and it's actually pretty hot out right now. Nonetheless, we took a little break. We didn't really mean to take or plan to take this little break, but we did. And we did not want to leave you hanging without completing the book, Habits of Freedom, by Father Christopher S. Collins, S.J. And so we are going to finish up this week with chapter five, which is Go on Offense, Mm. and just also a few words about the conclusion. Deacon John has had a lot to say in our prepping here about what we're going to talk about. One of the things that he was struck by is that we need to be contemplatives in action. You want to say a little bit about what that means? We should think before we act, take a look at our life experiences that we have collected through our senses in our lives, try to understand what it all means, and then decide what to do, and not only that, but to actually do the thing. Father Collins points out that really it's these four things that make up the way we interact with the world, right? Like Deacon John just said, it's experience, the things that happen around us. And then we try to understand what is happening around us. And after that, we make a judgment, not so much whether it was good or bad, but rather what actually is this thing that's going on? And then how do we act? And he gave an example of, you know, sitting quietly in your house and all of a sudden you hear a loud boom. And what is it? Is it, you know, did a truck backfire on his muffler or, you know, in our neighborhood is almost always a lawnmower. Or fireworks. Yeah, one of those two things. Or maybe it's thunder. And so then based on what it is to begin with, then you can go from there and decide what you need to do. So if it's thunder and the rain is going to come, Now that you understand that that's what it is, what that loud noise was, then you can decide, well, do I need to close my windows? Or if I'm going out for a walk, do I need to bring my umbrella? And then you act based on those things. And so really our spiritual life is the same way. Sometimes I think people look at their spiritual life as being vastly different and far more unable to be categorized or understood than their physical life. And it really isn't. It's that same thing. It's how do we experience God? What do we understand? What do we take away from it? And how are we going to act? And that's what it is to be a contemplative in action. It doesn't mean we separate ourselves from the world, but it means that we are very much a part of the world, but we bring God and we see God in all of the places and spaces that we find ourselves in. So Father Collins, in Chapter 5, does say that for the first four chapters, uh, we had been looking inside of ourselves, you know, being introspective. And now in this last chapter, putting that stuff into action, seeing what we could do outside of ourselves. He did give a couple of personal stories, which was which was pretty good. It's always good to 
to see what examples, what he's talking about in action, is very readable. I'm not a big reader. I kind of like the idea of reading, but not actually doing it so much. But this whole book, and and especially chapter five, very easy to read. Uh, Don't be afraid to pick up the book and and start reading because it was a really good read. So one of the things he talks about, which I really liked, was this notion of going against. Um, So not going against in a bad way, but rather to go against desolation. And he actually uses this this quote from St. Ignatius that in moments of desolation, like what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to get out of desolation, right? Mm. And Ignatius encourages us in those moments that, it is profitable to make a vigorous change in ourselves against the desolation. And so then Father Collins goes on to say it might mean doing some fasting or abstaining from something we have grown comfortable with, like skipping dessert or a meal, or consciously spending more time in prayer than we normally would, even though prayer has become dry. Oftentimes when we feel low, either in our physical being or in our spiritual life, we tend to allow ourselves to sink lower by not doing anything, by sort of falling into this, you know, lethargic, oh, it doesn't matter what happens, it doesn't matter what I do kind of state. Really, the point of this, of chapter five, is to say that, no, we need to go against that idea and that we need to go against really ourselves in a sense, not in a a bad way or to harm ourselves, but sort of to shake ourselves out of our desolation. And the other word that he uses, like when you're in desolation, is being in a rut. I really kind of like that word. It's three letters, and it just means so much when you're in a rut. How how do you get out of that? And it's like, okay, you're stuck in a rut. How do I get out of this rut? Basically, uh, he suggests uh, new experiences, right? Doing something a little different you know, maybe exploring somewhere else that you haven't been before. Just like we we like to walk out in nature. From time to time, we look for a new place that we haven't walked before. And then we find, you know, it's a pretty nice place. So I think these are all things that we can consider, especially as we begin. You know, we've come to the end of the book, but we're beginning a new year, right? And it's always a good time to assess our life, our spiritual life especially, and I don't think there's ever a wrong time to make those assessments and judgments. And so if you are feeling a little bit like same old, same old, or that you are stuck in that rut, now is a good time to maybe make some some changes, to do something different than you might normally would. A couple of um, other quotes that really struck me as I was going through the reading was one was what St. Augustine calls sin. And St. Augustine says that the nature of sin is when we have caved in on ourselves. I thought that was so interesting. I'd never heard that before. Caved in on ourselves. And it's that sense that you're so focused maybe on what's going on inside that you forget to look at what's going on outside and that the outside world has need of you. And maybe that can help you come out of your desolation. The other thing that Father Collins points out that I have said numerous times on this podcast is that the Lord takes very seriously our need to continue to be healed interiorly so that we can be truly free. And he talks about um, 
the Gospel of John, chapter 21, in particular, verses 15 to 17, where it's after the resurrection and Jesus and Peter are meeting. Jesus three times asks Peter, do you love me? Which, of course, is reminiscent of the three times that Peter denied Jesus. And so now Peter has the chance to face-to-face with the Lord say, yes, I do. And so then Jesus gives Peter a directive, right, to feed his sheep. So basically to take care of us, the people that become Christians, you know, based on that. um, Again, Jesus wants to heal us. And everything that is revealed to us is revealed to us by God and by Jesus because they want to heal us. We need to engage with him when our feelings of inadequacy, being despondent, all of that, we need to really bring that to the Lord just as he brought it to Peter's attention so that he could heal it for Peter. He wants to heal it for you as well. Do you have any last thoughts? Last thoughts. Well, when you were talking about the um, Gospel of John, I love reading that all the time about um, Peter and Jesus, Jesus saying him, feed my sheep. Um, That's one of my favorite Gospels to read at Mass. It says a lot. Feed my sheep. You know, take care of my people. It's up to you now because I'm going away, going to heaven. I'll be watching, but I've taught you well. Now it's in in your charge. I think I like what Father Collins says here. All the words before that exchange that Deacon John just mentions have to be said, right? But that what happens is in that moment, it moves from an exchange of words into the realm of deeds, of shared labor and mission. And then Father Collins goes on to say that Jesus sends Peter, and by extension us, out on a mission. He urges us to get out there and feed his sheep every day. I think that is really how we can fight desolation, by going to feed Jesus' sheep. And it doesn't have to be literal food, and I hope he doesn't mean literal sheep, because I don't really like sheep. Or animals in general. All right. Do you have to tell all of my secrets? That's only one. Okay. So yeah, it's the truth. I'm not really a big fan of animals. Nonetheless, to take care of the people that God has given us is really the point I think that Father Collins is making here. And it's an excellent point, of course. Yes. So I'm going to close out this episode with one more quote. And all of these quotes will be listed in the show notes so that you can refer back to them. But again, as the good deacon has said numerous times, he is not the reader of the family and he has truly enjoyed this book. And if you want to do something for yourself, go ahead and purchase this book. Here's the quote. And read it. Yeah, that's right. You have to not only buy it, you have to read it as well. It's like that gym membership. You can't just join a gym. You got to go. And you could bring the book and read it while you're on the treadmill. That's a good idea. Mm. Win-win. All right. So here's the closing quote here. Again and again... God invites me to stay still, open and receptive to how he wants to approach me and find me and call me home to true life and freedom. God invites me to stay still. I think sometimes we run around too much, or maybe I'm just talking about myself. No, me too. Stay still, stay open, and be receptive to how God wants to approach you and find you and call you home to true life and freedom. Imagine that. We have a God who loves us so much that he's looking for us. He's looking for you. 
Let him find you in stillness, in openness. Not on your iPhone. Or whatever kind of phone it is you use. Oh, yeah. No, no commercial there. So. Okay. I hope, we both hope, that you've enjoyed our commentary on Habits of Freedom, Five Ignatian Tools for Clearing Your Mind and Resting Daily in the Lord by Father Christopher S. Collins. S.J. And we hope that you've gotten some good, useful information. It has encouraged you and helped you to consider how you might become a contemplative in action. How can you be a contemplative in action? There you go. As always, if you have any questions, comments, would like to leave a review, all greatly appreciated. And I'm happy to engage in a dialogue with you about any of these topics. Or if you have any ideas for future podcasts, drop us a note. The best place to find us is at livenotlukewarm.com. Until next time, we encourage you to have a wonderful day. God bless you and always live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.